This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Mischief Makers, your one-stop shop for all things mischief. Join your host, Dave Hearn, as he finds out what makes mischief, well, mischief. Uh, Hello, and welcome to Mischief Makers. I'm Dave Hearn, and with me, I have the utterly wonderful Nancy Zamet, a.k.a. N. Uh, Hello, Nance. Hi, Dave, a.k.a. D. Yeah, the big D. Um, so, as you know, uh, this uh, this program is uh, designed to uh, help people get to know mischief, and you are one of those people. Hi. Um, this is our, what is this, our third attempt at this now, maybe? Yeah, our big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, because I think, because uh, you've been having some internet trouble, but we're persistent. Oh, Yeah. But it sounds like it's going very well. I feel like it is happening. We're both really apprehensive, so we keep pausing for each other because we're assuming there's issues, but there's there's not. Uh. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and it sounds like we're tense, it's because we're waiting for it to cut out at any moment. (laughs) So (laughs) the whole thing could just stop. Tense podcast. Yeah, it would just be sort of two mumbling fools cut out. Uh, yeah, really this good. is good. We're really good, really fun, and uh, not at all tense or cutty outy. No, no, it won't be. Well, I don't know how much you remember from uh, the last one, but I don't have it. I still don't have any jingles. Um, no. So uh, I'm kind of asking people to come up with some jingles. Are all you happy right. to do that? I'm always. Great. So the first one is. Yeah. Well the well the first section is the getting to know you section. So I just need like a little kind of getting to know you three second jingle. Three seconds? That's so fast. Or you know, it could be five I mean as long as you want, really. It could be a minute if you if oh, you want to go go, oh, go, go that far. Alright, getting to know me. Um, yeah, yeah, just like a, a little jingle to to head of the section. Alright. You just say you just say when and something will come out. Okay, go. <laughs> Oh, it's Nance, and she's a little girl. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I told you it wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) That was full panic. That, that wasn't a jingle. That was just nothing. It was, mate. <laughs> well, remember that because we're going to use that to close the section as well. No. 
So log that. I mean, it's recorded, so we can, we can have it. a listen to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone should have to go through that again. No, I think we're going to put them through that again. I, I mean, I had to put everyone through Jono screaming, get up. Um, <laughs> because some people had requested that he record... And you know his get out thing oh from the lodge that he record like an alarm his poor wife has to wake I, up well, every day I know that's going to be it's Do you reckon being woken up to that for me yeah 100% 100%, 100%. he's just like get up <laughs> I reckon John's really weird at home and he shouts like comedy things at her all the time just like doing Doing comedy, yeah. Charlie and I do quite a lot of comedy stuff. Do you and Chris yeah, do a lot of like yeah, weird comedy as well? Yeah, yeah. But I well, I feel like this is perfect for getting to know you. I do. We're getting to know you and your weird life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's currently yeah, it's it's being stored there at the moment, but it will be released next no. week. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so the first question um, for for you actually about getting to know you is uh, what is it? Uh, what's it like being an actor and uh, and being a mum and a wife? Oh, and a wife. Oh, oh boy. Well, the yeah. wife is really easy because that's just that's just nice and uh, not religious. Don't really mm-hmm. uh, believe in marriage i guess but um i really wanted to be with someone forever so i got married so that's really nice but um the mother bit's really nice as well because i've got a real nice son and he's like not quite two yet so he's at a really fun age where he's like just warming sentences and sounds like a real idiot all the time and it's really really lol um nice (laughs) and uh and yeah, just doing it all at the same time with the acting is you just need to have a really good support network, I guess. And my husband is like absolutely amazing. So he's basically allowed mm. me to have not like he's allowed me like you can have a career if you <laughs> like, but he's he's enabled it, I guess. Yeah. It's been really important. And luckily my son doesn't quite know where I go so it's not like he doesn't understand that I I leave him a lot yeah I imagine that'll get harder as he get as he gets older but like yeah it's really it's it's amazing but you need people to to help you but it's it's like having two full-time jobs but that are there yeah. both really amazing and really fun and really lovely but you're really tired all the time yeah, I was thinking about you this morning actually because I woke up at like five maybe, and so I've been up since five, mm. um, and I, I just didn't really go back to sleep. And I was just like, oh, this must just be kind of just what happens to Nance every morning. <laughs> no, luckily, like Herb sleeps really well, but yeah, eight o'clock is a lion. Whew, it's a sweet nice. Lion. So like, yeah, you um. But you just get really used to it. But you are, yeah, you are just knackered a lot. But it's especially hard when it's theatre because when you're doing kind of rehearsal days, it's kind of fine because you get home, put the baby to bed, and it's like you're on the same schedule. But when you're doing theatre, you you start work at the end of your baby day and then Mm. get home at 11 and then have to be up again in the morning. So, like, that hour between sort of, I mean, five and six where you're like saying goodbye and then getting on a tube and then going into the theatre you're like hang on a minute I'm just starting another job this is mad but you know it's what people yeah. you have more than one job loads of people do it but it's yeah it's tough mm. tough it's a tough old schlog especially when like we're doing magic goes wrong because I was just like mucking about with a baby all day running around and then getting on stage and dancing I was just constantly knackered. My body was just exhausted. And then Herb always wanted to run run around or dance. And you'd be like, ha, ha, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the magic's pretty intense track for you as well. So I imagine the kind of that and looking after a kid must be really hard. But it's good because it keeps you you lively, keeps you moving. Keeps you honest. Keeps Keeps you honest, yeah. 
Yeah, keeps you honest, mate. Um, so, what uh, what advice would you give to like actors uh, who are thinking about starting a family, or not necessarily actors, but people who are self-employed? I got really good advice um, when a couple of years ago, when I was like thinking about it, and this woman Lucy Trod, who's from Showstopper, she just had a baby, and uh, or or she'd had a baby a few years before. And I was like, how how would you do it? How? And I was like asking the same thing. And she was just like, just do it and it will work out. And it, it's so true. Like you just, you just figure it out as you go. So my advice would be that if you're waiting for a, the right time, there is no right time. I know everyone always says that, but it's really true. And like, mm. if you want to have a kid, just have a kid because you'll figure it all out and you kind of adapt and everyone chips in and you, you'll you be amazed by your friends and your family and how much people want to help you and and um it's really lovely it, it's a really it's a really amazing thing to bring people together um mm. go for it that's my advice go for it Excellent yolo advice yolo and so then how did your um because presumably like once you've gone for it and a kid is is in the world how does your kind of yeah how does it shift your perspective and your priority um it just it shifts on its own you suddenly realize that everything that you've been worried about is stupid and uh you've you've got to look after somebody not dying um Mm. (laughs) that's like (laughs) it makes you feel like uh yeah it shifts everything but i don't know it it just it's a it's a very natural thing and it happens really slowly and you've got months and months of being pregnant or your partner being pregnant to like adjust almost and then the first few you're you're just in a bit of a like crazy stupor and and you just adjust slowly over time and then about a year into having had the kids you're like oh actually yeah I've become a parent and it's it's normal and uh you think back on how you were and it's just like from being a teenager to an adult it's just another step that you just yeah taken but um I don't know because I don't know what it's like to not do it so I imagine you go through this a similar change when you're not a parent and you just age anyway. So yeah, because I think like you sort of because I I'm definitely different now to like when I was 25, and I wonder yeah. when I'm like 45, I'll look back on my like 31 year old self and think about how different I might be. Be like, what a dick that. <laughs> what an <laughs> absolute <laughs> d. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, Over time, it's it's a. Uh, I don't know. Hard to. Explain. And do you find like um, now that you're uh, a parent? Because I've asked you this before, and mm. I think like you must get it asked quite a lot that you you're sort of always asked to predict what you think your kid will become. Oh yeah, mate. I get asked that so much, and it's such a weird question because you don't actually know. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I don't know how other parents feel, but I always feel like I don't know my my kid. I know that sounds bad. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. But like when I was pregnant, I remember thinking, "Oh, there's this baby, and it's so cute, and we've got this bond, or whatever." When I actually gave birth, I like looked at him and I was like, "Who are you?" Who is that? I don't know who you are. I'm going to have to get to <laughs> That is crazy. What a weird alien. And um, it's take it's only taken me kind of just to about now where he started like walking and talking and finding things funny and like liking specific things for me to for me to like gauge his personality. So it's a really strange. Like I, you can kind of see it forming, and I imagine that. I don't know, parents of like 10 year olds, it must be so interesting to sort of see your children develop into grown up people and like have interests and you can see their life kind of panning out. But I don't know, so far what I've got is I feel like Herb might be an engineer because he loves and fiddly things. So anything that's like intricate and needs dexterity and like tricky little fingers 
and he's just and the numbers he loves numbers so I feel like he's going to do something that I really don't understand sure and because like do you not see him becoming like an actor or uh, following well, in your footsteps or? I mean it, it might well happen because he's growing up in a house with two actors and I, I feel like it's quite worrying actually because he does this thing where he'll he'll fall over on purpose and I didn't teach him this <laughs> but he'll go in like in the middle of a room and fall over and look up at you and go funny and it's like <laughs> great Chris great. is really annoying because he's like what have you taught him why have you taught him to be in mischief and it's like I didn't teach him that at all but he just finds falling over really funny so maybe he's born to, to be in mischief I'm not sure maybe it's actually in our blood and we didn't realise Smart kid, man. Falling over is yeah. funny. It is funny. That's all though. there is to it. It is genuinely really funny because he's a toddler and <laughs> his bones are so bendy. So he can fall over like... Yeah, he's such a malleable yeah. presence. Yeah, yeah. He does some crazy fall. <laughs> um, but you uh, didn't quite follow in like your parents' footsteps because your dad did, had a lot to do with music, didn't he? And then your mum was a sculptor, is that right? My mum's, yeah, they're still going, both of them. My dad's a musician, my mum's a sculptor. But, I mean, I kind of did because everyone's creative. It was like... Yeah. It was funny. I've had, like, the opposite to what people normally do about acting. They're like, get a real job and have some stability and have some money or whatever. And Mm. I remember trying not to be an actor when I was, like, 21, 20. And uh, my my dad sitting me down and being like, what do you think you're doing? What the hell do you think you're doing? You're an actor. <laughs> like, go and be an actor. And I was like, oh, I don't know. There's no stability and I can't earn any money. And it's not. Uh... And he was like, no, you're an actor. You have to be an actor. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, I didn't, it's weird. I didn't really have a choice. They were like, you were born to do it. You've got to. So here I am. And I suppose I feel like, now you it's because it's it's worked out quite well so that feels like it was a good choice lucky it's just lucky isn't it lucky you lucky yeah yeah lucky me i've met all of you lot that's that's the only reason it's worked out it's also because you got some sweet pipes mate some sweet some sweet singing vocals well that's why i'm a good actor (laughs) because of my singing (laughs) Because of that sweet singing. Pipes, I'm just loud, small and loud. Yeah, that's all we needed. You know, the brief was out. We need a small, small loud, loud woman. Can take a good tumble. Take a good tumble, yeah. And and someone who can produce some mischief kids. Sure. Who also take good tumbles. Yeah, I hope he continues to take good tumbles. Mate, same. Well, he's a hemophiliac, so he <laughs> not take any more bloody tumbles because if he starts to grow up yeah. and take tumbles you know he couldn't do what we do because he'd be bruised all the time it'd be terrible just <laughs> bleeding know. out oh yeah, that would be oh no maybe he'll be a director yeah sure 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 yeah put him in the back yeah put him in, like wrap him in some pillows safe wrapped in cotton wool yeah 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 keep him away um well i think this is this is sort of bringing us to the end of the uh, getting getting to know you section. Uh, okay. uh, so we should close it off with that getting to know you jingle. You want to hear some of my sweet pipes? Yeah, let's get some of those pipes. <laughs> Perfect. What Play that you? organ. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I can't remember it. My name I'm a girl or something. <laughs> Yes, I believe it was your name and then your gender. Uh, <laughs> I'm proud, proud of my gender and my name. Yeah, name and gender said in a slightly sort of constricted way. I'm a girl. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I uh, I was talking to John the other day in Hen and I said um, we were trying to figure out what our, like the title of your, like the book of your life would be. Um, my life I think Hen said life. his would be... Or like one's life, yeah. I was really um, lost, and I thought you were all talking about what my life story would be called. <laughs> no, the book of your life. Uh, what would you? What would yours be called? It would be like uh, drama. 
strong and wrong. Oh, I think you should just said drama. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bad title. Strong and wrong is good. Strong and wrong is very good. I think um, I think Hen said his would be living at large. That's great, of course. And um, I said to John, uh, "Would yours be comedy through tension?" <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Strong and wrong. Um, I don't know because we were just talking about it, and he said, "Because he he sent me a video of something that he did, and was just like, is this funny?" And I was like, "Um, I don't know." And he was like, "Nah, I don't think it is." And I said, "It's quite tense. Are you, are you going for comedy through tension? Not funny." Uh, yeah, I think if you're, I think you're probably trying to figure out where on the scale of funny it is. Yeah, but it wasn't on it. I feel like you need to laugh though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well those are my favorite jokes when we we're in a room together and someone goes okay what about this delivers the punchline everyone's silent and just goes yeah i think yeah, that is funny that is good yeah. but no one laughed <laughs> yeah you know that it's not a winner if people aren't laughing um what yeah. would yours be what would mine be permanent state of readiness. uh yeah probably permanent state of readiness or um or uh I don't know, D Day. D Day <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And it was and do you know what ironically I found out the other day or well not the other day, like many years ago, um that uh, my birthday is sixth of June is it is D Day. Shut up. So um obviously D Day linked to many lives lost in the war, but um but yeah, yeah, my birthday is D-Day. Wow. That is so that's the dream. Amazing. And also you can never really announce that, can you? Well, you have done on on, on this, but yeah. Um, ah, moving on. <laughs> so actually, let's move on to the next section, right? This one, we're going to need another jingle. I'm going to give you some prep time okay. now. There's a jingle okay. coming up. And... I'm worse with prep time, if you can believe it. Okay, so the, this one is called Questions from the Web. Three, two, one, go. It's tangly, it's jangly, it's questions from the tangled web. It was that I could feel you a beat ahead of yourself, losing confidence towards the end. <laughs> It's questions from the tangled web. <laughs> so remember that, because that's going to be closing wow. this section. I have to remember <laughs> seeing them again. So much worse the second time. Just say tangled a hundred times, it'll be similar. Tangled, 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 web. What about that? Jingle. Nice, really nice. Um, okay, so this is the first question. So um, I got these actually quite a while ago, um, mm. and I was meant to write down the names of people that had tweeted these questions in, um, but I didn't. So if you... Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is um, at Susan Crest. Um, <laughs> and uh, Susan has asked, uh, what is the best thing about being in mischief? This podcast? <laughs> oh, Crest is how you pronounce the T. It's too funny. Um, Crest. Uh, because I thought you were going to say Cress and then you didn't, you teed it and that floored me <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, uh, best thing about me and Mischief oh, there's so many good things um, the fact that we've we've known each other for a really long time and you don't have to constantly get to know new people and I'm not very good at that, I'm not like a I'm not a great first impressions gal I'm uh, <laughs> I think I come across quite mean sometimes or like standoffish or something. I don't know. There's something. I'm not good at auditions for this exact reason. So like I mm. enjoy the fact that people 
already know me so I can be myself. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but also because we do comedy and that's amazing to go to work and laugh with your friends every day. And because all of you guys, it's weird talking to you about it though, Dave, because it's like I'm complimenting you. Just ignore this, yeah, right? Just I'll take it. Hearing it, but um, <laughs> it's like you're, you're just the funniest people I know, and like getting to go to work and like laugh with really funny, talented people who are your friends who like understand your problems and like are there for you is a real privilege. Uh, yeah, that's my answer quite serious that's a um no 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 that's really good i think that's a really cool thing to to enjoy about it that like yeah you get to work with your friends because i think there's lots of people who make it as actors but don't necessarily get to do that you know they get to I form think, i think i'd find it really you hard. know maybe new friendships yeah, yeah. starting it's because it's like first day of school every time you start a new play yeah i think i'd quickly and, yeah. be outed <laughs> That's fraud. Like, Hang on, you don't really want to come for a drink. I'd be like, no, I don't. I want to go and see my baby. Let me go. I don't want to be at a pub. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, another thing is just performing the actual shows. Like the audiences, yeah, these shows are so amazing. And I think there's not there, there's nothing quite like it really. And I think everyone that's done a mystery show has said that it's a real joy to perform all of them because it's just, there's so many laughs in them that like, it's just different from any other show or play that I've ever been part of. It's like really, really cool to perform them. I really, really miss performing magic at the moment. It's really sad. Yeah. It's been a bit tough, isn't it? Do you think we'll go back into it or they'll just move on to a new cast? Don't know. I think, I think we might do for a bit while they finish rehearsing. But it will be so funny yeah. to go back for a couple of weeks, all of us, just particularly me and Brian doing that track. We're going to be so like, oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I'm trying yeah, that's going to be a shock to the system. To get called to do it. But yeah, mate, I'll have to go back in the tank. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I'm my if I get called anytime soon, I can't do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, how do you break your toe? I just, oh, it was so stupid. I just tripped over a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and my foot went one way and my little toe went the other. Oh, mate, that's bleak. It was horrible. It was so bleak. Like, in the hallway of my house. And I was like, oh, oh, and my husband popped his head through the hallway and he was like, what are you doing? Get off the floor. And I was like, I broke it. 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 <laughs> and because he played rugby, he was like, yeah, just strap it up. Just fucking care. Oh, I'm sorry for swearing. Excuse me. He didn't even swear. At I think he didn't swear. And he's not Australian. So, like, I mean, all of the, <laughs> the whole impression was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it should be should be stated that Niels is uh is is New Zealand from New Zealand. Yeah, um, but he basically was like, just strap it up, mate. Walk it off, and you'll be fine. Rugby, lads, lads, lads. Absolute lads. All right. Um, second question is from Ben Westbury, and uh, <laughs> Ben asks, um. Uh, in uh, it doesn't have to be mischief related, um, but what are you proud most proud of so far? Which is in my life, in my whole life. Yeah, I mean, maybe it should be mischief related because we've because yeah, I, I don't, imagine it's. Don't say it's... having a baby. What, mm. what is there? No, I mean, I'm definitely most proud of having a baby in my life. Yeah. But mischief related, I feel like that's really what people want to hear on this shindig because otherwise, what you're just listening to a woman being like, "I gave birth," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm very biased. I gave birth. That's all you're gonna hear about for an hour. I'm gonna sing it from my sweet pipes. I gave birth. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, how about we change Ben's question to the second? That what's the thing you're second most proud of? Ah, oh, don't do that. Just make it mischief related. Okay, mischief related. What's the most proud mischief? Proud moments. 
winning the Olivier. That was bloody brilliant. But the one that I thought of in my little brain before that, which I didn't say out loud, was, and it's always, I always think of this, there's three moments. Um, the first one is when we were in Edinburgh doing a play that goes wrong. And we knew that we'd transferred to Trafalgar Studios, like, on our own. And we did we'd sold out the run at Pleasance and we got transferred to that um, 350-seater in Pleasance. Oh, the Beyond. That one-off show. Yeah. And doing that show was one of the best things ever, 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 because it was just, like, such an important shift for us as a company. Yeah. And, like, the audience that was in that, I remember it was, like, loads of our friends that we'd known for the last, like, seven years doing Edinburgh's and just like it was just crazy supportive and our tiny little set in this massive space was just so ridiculous but it was just yeah it was one of the best things I think I've ever done ever um, and the other one was the dress rehearsal on Broadway um, because it was a similar thing it was like all of the other West um, Broadway shows and everyone was so supportive yeah. and it was just like such it was crazy it was crazy so. I remember finding that quite a weird experience because I remember talking to uh, Matty DiCarlo, who's the, for people who don't know him, he was the, the PSM on the show. And he came to me before that dress run started and he was just like, um, hey, babe, you excited? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I mean, we've done like 900 shows. Is this a dress run? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'll be excited when we like open the show in earnest and he was just like it's sold out and i said what do you mean there's usually like 20 people at a dress run he was like no 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 900 seats every single one is full from the cast of hamilton to dear evan hansen to just yeah. every show on broadway and i was really blown away by that support yeah it's so that was so crazy that was amazing that was such it was like it was really weird because it made the actual opening night kind of like I don't want to say less good because it wasn't less good but it was like we were spoiled it was different like that was such a big sense yeah. of community like in the theatre and I don't think that we've ever really felt properly like involved in the theatrical community in the way that we maybe should have done because we always work together we're quite insular because mm. we are we have been a company for so long that we're not like I don't know, perhaps as connected as other companies are sometimes. That it was just really no, I know what you mean. involved in that. I definitely um, speak to like other actors and stuff and and I'm sometimes jealous because I sort of speak to my friends who are actors and go, oh, wow, you know so many other actors or casting directors or directors or and you're, you're so on the pulse about what's going on. Yeah. And I guess because we've just sort of always done things our own way but yeah, yeah. you sort of I, I certainly feel a bit like oh wow I'm I'm not a very good actor because I don't know all of this stuff totally I feel exactly the same like being in a dressing yeah, room a bit of imposter. like Brian Roxy knows so many people between them mm. and like they're always talking about different casting directors different things and like and I would just sit there doing my makeup like I don't know what you're talking about if you're not talking about Sheila yeah. or Penn or John or Charlie <laughs> so, like, I don't know anyone <laughs> yeah so I'm always surprised you know when more actors join because you're like there are other actors in the world mm. but it's um yeah no it is a but that's a that's a very good thing to be proud of the the dress run and the and the beyond but yeah I don't, I don't know i just think generally it's like just just how we've made all of our shows and like the collaborative way that we've done it i'm just really proud of and like i think crazy stuff like when you see productions in other countries mm. like i just went on holiday to italy not just now but last summer <laughs> last time we had a holiday like <laughs> august last year <laughs> Yeah. and uh yeah i got off the plane in rome and like there was a massive poster of one of our shows and it was like the costume that i had helped design back in the day on some italian lady in a show that i will never see which i was just like wow that is 
Like it's crazy. And yeah. when you get like, you know, Hong Kong version or something or like the, you know, just the, all the artwork, it's, it's like really mad. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I was really lucky because I got to help out on the Hungarian version and I saw that like mm. three times all in Hungarian. And yeah. it's amazing how obviously you know so much about what's going on, but yeah. in a complete different language. But yeah, it's really I amazing seeing it. In the audience for those shows, because you're like, man, these people don't even, I can't even speak to anyone. And I have no idea yeah. who, who you are or what you've done, but it's like every little bit of our shows is like made with love and care from us. And it just, as soon as you let it go, it like has its own little life. And that's something really cool. Yeah, I would say that's probably one of the things I'm really proud of, actually, is um, that we've all learned. Because this question we get asked quite a lot, actually, about, like, how do you feel handing it over to another cast? Mm -hmm. And I think really early on, it was a bit of a struggle. But actually, now I'm much more like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys go and make it better. But, like, when we first handed it over, it was handing it over to all of our really good friends who were also, like, a big part of Mischief and that journey. So even that it was strange but it wasn't too hard it was just mm. it took a, a quite a long time to not be like that's not how da, 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 does it and it's funny because yeah. you see other people doing that now like when they leave show it always happens to a cast when they leave shows and they you know the first time you watch the new cast do it people they don't get their backs up but they're like oh it's not da, 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 whatever and I just feel so like, yeah, I remember that feeling, but it's not relevant because just give them a few weeks to bed it in and it, they'll they'll create it into something completely different and you might like it even more. Yeah. It's always... I'm always really impressed by new, new cast coming in because it always feels like such a big challenge to kind of pick up these shows, but like yeah. they, don't, they don't really ever feel like challenges to us because we're always there from the beginning. And then yeah. you, you speak to someone, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it is a really hard, it is hard work. Like, because <laughs> you haven't built it in incrementally, you're just being given a play and being like, learn this. But it's so funny. Like, oh, yeah, that's really it. hard. They're like, you, you get like everybody having the same realizations at the same time. So, like, a couple of weeks mm. in, the, 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 whoever's playing, I don't know, the dentist or something will realize like exactly the rhythm that suits them or whatever you just see things click into place and you'll find that everyone has a really similar journey and i remember talking to someone from like somewhere else in the world i can't remember where but just like having the exact same annie journey and like realizing how mm. to do like the mantelpiece shtick but with someone that i couldn't even speak the same language or was having like the same like oh if you do that it gets a bigger laugh than this and if you do that it gets a bigger laugh than this like the exact same things happen i guess it's it's just interesting and so like, yeah like, everyone's going through the same thing and everyone's capable and it just works should we have a look at our next question yeah mate. which is from um uh simon glib and uh simon asks um what uh act did you most enjoy performing in grown-ups oh man i don't know i think maybe the last one the third act because it's it the adults so killer bitchy that like it was really fun to do but also the the we were rehearsing magic at the same time. So th the first act used to really knacker me out because it was so physically full on to be a toddler or a six year old, sorry. And like doing that tantrum just used to absolutely dead me. Every day. <laughs> I used to get out from it and be like, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. and so that was just like, it was, I think act one, I really loved doing. I love doing them all. And I remember, like, I was quite a driving force in Act 2, so I used to get really knackered from that as well. 
um, and it was a lot of making out with Henry Shields and his like his tongue and my tongue were uh, <laughs> deep <laughs> in each other's mouths. So I, <laughs> not like I didn't look forward to that every night, but it was quite hard to do every night. Not that I don't love Shields, but like I imagine he found it harder than I did because I'm a rancid squid. If you just don't feel like I'm sure every act gets this and every time and anyone gets this with anyone no matter what you're doing but like if you have to just have an intimate moment with someone on stage if the days that you just feel like keeping yourself to yourself you still got to go and shove your tongue mm. down someone's throat it's like that's quite <laughs> difficult I remember yeah the act three I just was it just it was exciting to just play like a strong, sharp-witted lady who was like the villain. I really liked. I really enjoyed playing the villain. That was fun. Yeah. The whole thing. Was yeah, fun. I kind of get like. Yeah. The that idea actually of because I remember um, definitely with play that goes wrong. Like obviously the character of Max being very open and happy and smiley, and on yeah. the days that you're just not feeling like that. I mean, it is yeah. your job, I suppose. You're an actor, but at the same time, it's like you're just you just a bit like, ah. Oh, <laughs> I've got to be happy. <laughs> I want to try. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I just want to go to sleep. No, it's it's yeah, it's tough when you just when you have. I think as well, there's mm, private moment. I think with those kind of things as well, there's pressure on, I I know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves early on, but there's definitely pressure on actors to, um, to really relish what you have and enjoy what you have. I think like, I'd love to be one of those people that's just like, because I do love performing and I love doing the shows and I definitely love working with mischief, but I really would love to be one of those people that's just like every single show is a gift, but sometimes they're not. (laughs) Yeah, I just think, like, I used to be very, I mean, you know, I was very like that um, for years and years and years and years. But I just think I got a bit too tired. Mm. Uh, I think I think doing the magic rehearsals and grown-ups in the evening with a baby, I got yeah. really like, wow, this, I, I don't know if I can physically do this for long. I don't think I could have done it for longer than we did it. So yeah, there were those yeah, days. But then, but then I, you, you do start feeling really, 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 really bad because if you're on stage making people laugh, doing a job that literally thousands of people would would give their right arm to do instead of you. Mm. So, oh, I don't really want to do it today. You just you just feel like like an arsehole. But actually, you're yeah. being and you're pushed to your limits, and maybe yeah, you don't want to do a tantrum or have a tongue in your mouth or you know <laughs> eat cupcakes the bloody cupcakes oh eating that cupcake every day some days i just didn't want to do it but you know you do shoveling shove, it down you just got to shovel a cupcake in babe don't you shovel it down mate it's in the script you got to do it better than working in an office for me anyway well, i remember yeah. actually it was like john john you said about when we were leaving play that goes wrong and he said um towards the end he was just like i think if you if you do something you know five six hundred times or whatever and you're still you know every single day you 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 love it and you still have that same energy you did on day one he was like, i think you have an unhealthy relationship with it if that's the case just because i think after a while like it does become difficult and and that's okay you know you should have ups and downs, but I don't know. I don't know. You know me, Dave. Like what I was like in play that goes wrong. It took me to near the end of the Broadway run to be bored of it. Mm. Like yeah. I, I, I held out for a very, 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 very long time, and I knew that if I'd gone, that means most people had gone. But like, <laughs> yeah, it kept me going. Like. It, I'm really glad that I had the structure and the job because I had such a hard time in New York. I had such bad depression that like I wasn't, mm. there were some days where I really didn't want to do anything and I had to go and do a comedy show and it was, yeah, I did rely on it. It was really amazing. It was really, really, really amazing to do because. So you, so you so think it made it a bit easier? Yeah, Definitely. 
is incredible mm. because it puts everything in, into perspective and you're there making tons of people laugh and that's I don't know it's just incredible to like make sure that somebody laughs today even if it's not you that's nice and yeah. give you a little bit of hope but I think like yeah <laughs> possibly John is right maybe it is completely unhealthy to like have the drive but I don't know you, you've got a Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I think, I mean, I'd have to ask John, but I imagine he, what he meant was that like, if you're, I think if you still feel like that, then that's great. But if you're still kind of trying to force yourself to feel like that, then that's, that's not a healthy thing to do. Yeah, I think you definitely have to let yourself be a human being and relax. I think that's, yeah. that, that is going back to the first question or second question you asked me. That's what I've learned about having a kid is to give myself a break and that to know that I actually can't do everything and it's better to say no to things because you can't do everything than to try and do everything and let everyone down. Yeah. And that's the main lesson. Like since we've been on the lockdown, I have just not done anything like this is one of two podcast things that I've done and that's it. Like, mm. Just, I'm just allowing myself to just be a mum at the moment. I think that's yeah, just and that's funny. great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are um, approaching the end of our time here. Um, right. We need to do that jingle but... again. I cannot remember it. Yeah, give me, give me the questions from the web jingle. Web, 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 tangle, tangle, jangle, 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 tangle, web. Nice. I'm sure um, it was that. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, that was perfect. Um, so the, the final uh, one is, uh, the final sort of section is the quick fight section. Um, okay. So uh, we'll do this pretty swiftly. It's got, so, it's got weird, so we need a quick fire. Yeah, we've got quick fire to straighten us out. So give us a quick fire jingle. Three, two, one, go. Oh, jingle. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, okay so um, you get the idea of quick fire I'm going to ask you those questions just answer them as fast as you can okay. um, so first question here we go what what is your favourite colour green what is your spirit animal uh, a um, uh, lion Ooh. nice uh, who is the bossiest member of mischief me. Nice. Uh, who is the most likely to corpse on stage? Charlie. Nice. Uh, is a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? It's horrid. Don't eat them. Good. Uh, what is your favourite film? Oh, oh, my God. That's such a hard question. Oh, meet me in St. Louis. Yeah, quick fire. Excellent. And um, who in mischief would be the first person to die in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, God, I think it's me. Sure. And finally, who is your comedy hero? Oh, God. All of you lot. All of you. It's no one famous. It's all of you lot. It's theatre. And that brings us to the end of the quickfire section. Well done, Dave. I was waiting for your quickfire jingle. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, whatever I said, jingle, quickfire. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. But that was good. I Experimental quickfire round. Um, well, that's great. Uh, so finally, before we go, um, do you have any sort of TV recommendations for people? Any kind of documentaries or anything that you think you absolutely have to watch this? Okay, absolutely have. If you haven't watched Succession, I've just finished that. That is so great. Great, isn't it? It's so great and funny and mm. the best. And I want to be friends with Greg so bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, there's the standard Tiger Kings, but yep. is that old news now? I don't know. You know what I've been really enjoying, and this sounds very wholesome. But Jamie Oliver's little cooking program that he's doing from his kitchen, it's sweet. Oh, great. There and the meals are actually quite easy to make. Um, I don't know. 
TV, TV, the Maradona documentary. I and mean, this is not recent. It's not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Sunderland Till I Die it's a bit football I don't know if this is the right crowd to plug that but Sunderland Till I Die is really good very good well um, Nancy Zamet thank you very much for talking to me thank you very much D Hearn for uh, the questions um, and thanks for if you if you spotted one of your questions there do do tweet me and say that was my question obviously i made up some names um we don't know um but yeah thanks very much for listening guys uh, as i say we've been talking to uh, the wonderful nancy zamet and uh, keep an eye out for our next episode and uh, keep on making mischief a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.